Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spooky Scouts. Yay! Um, uh, we have a special guest today. Chad is here. Hooray! Hello. Chad! Hey, everyone. It's been so long. Uh, some of you might remember Chad from our days together in Polaris and the, the game station. It's a name remember, I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> remember Chad? Remember yeah. friend zone, Chad? Remember friend zone and Kigurumis and and yeah. hanging out next to Minecrafters that yeah make had 50 like million subs. I was gonna or make like I was gonna say make like fifty million dollars while we're just like sitting there like hello. <laughs> so what's your favorite superhero? So what? was oh dance I'm dancing for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Tales from the but, Mist. we played Tales from the Mist together. No, yeah, that's true. And uh, also you might recognize Chad from Trapped in the Birdcage mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as yeah. reader. And the Emmy Award winning uh, television writer, Chad Quant. <laughs> Emmy Award winning. <laughs> Emmy Award winning. I, I got it back there behind me, but not intentionally. Wait, oh, oh, look at it. Look oh, at it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Oh, my God. Right there, my Chad was like complaining about his background. I'm like, oh, just. Oh, oh here, I'll just move my, my head. My Emmy a little messy. Oh, I'm sorry, Emmy. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, I'm glad it's in a case like and it's not just like behind the foam that case <laughs> like, is from you oh I did give you that case that's right <laughs> you. you put your Emmy in it that's amazing when I was <laughs> moving you. I was like I didn't know you needed it for your Emmy yeah so it's a Do very you... valuable thing if not the oh. cat's gonna knock it over and destroy it oh um, that's fair or that. Samson he's Samson. gonna be like beep beep Let's not beep, talk beep. about my award. It's gonna. It's making me. I'm already. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm already kidding. making myself a villain to your Okay, <laughs> don't worry. No, Chad. We're here to talk about the award that is uh, um, paranormal television. We're not here to talk about the award that that is an Emmy. Uh, welcome everyone. This is a special episode. Special episode because Chad's here and. Uh, God, we've all watched this terrible show. Yeah. Well, I, here's the thing. Like first, we have, first the so the Spooky Scouts. The Spooky Scouts uh, formula is we talk about current events first. So we got to get through a couple of current events. <gasps> oh, I have and one. Then, I know we have a couple that are really dumb. <laughs> and then we go into talking about our topic. So, yeah, we've got a tight schedule here of really dumb stuff we need to talk about. <laughs> but but yes, and we all know Kayla and me. We're also here. We're here. Um, yeah, we exist. Nuggie too. Nuggie's here. <laughs> I told you, Chad. The, if you listen, yeah, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, don't worry. I won't show any more videos because my channel got a strike for a, histor a history video, a video from the 70s, which I believe was um, made. It was a public domain video. And someone was like, no, I own this. It's my, and so they stroke. They someone striked my channel. Poopy. That's just the government trying to keep you quiet. And talk mm. I know. Sort of thing. I was I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, this is a public domain video. I'm not. Mm. Now, now they have to be punished and only look at our faces. So I know it's, it's I know. your problem now. Oh, my God. When was that? When, when did Chad? Oh, you did eject me into space, Chad. That's oh, right. We did the holodeck together. Yeah, we did. That the, you great. did that, too. Yeah. Every, if everyone who listens has not seen Holly's amazing play at essentially you were an evil space captain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty sick. I know. A, yeah. A meta commentary on how I, I took over your show. For real. Yeah. Yeah. So you did a great job. 
Now that was a fun one as well. It was also good. I wish that I had more had done more of that and not been in like such a life crisis for like <laughs> 10 years because it would have been fun to do more. But you know, never too late. Never too late for us to do it. Yeah, it's never too late. Yeah, it's never too late. The the green screen technology is really improved. (laughs) But yeah, so if you're on the podcast, we're going to just try and describe as best as we can these visuals today because they are very good. So. Oh boy. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Kayla, do your your current event. Okay. The most exciting thing actually was announced today. So scientists imaged the black hole that is at the center of the universe or at the at the center of the galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. Waiting for all of us. Waiting for all of us. <laughs> so they've imaged a black hole before, but this is the, the picture of the one that is at the heart of the Milky Way galaxy, which is called Sagittarius A. And then there's a little asterisk. So I don't know if you pronounce the asterisk, but uh, that's what it's called. Uh, and they use the event horizon telescope to take a picture of it and it's a super massive black hole um so it confirmed the presence of the black hole and provided some more details on how it works apparently so that's just really exciting because i guess it imaged kind of the light bending around it it's a blurry picture of a light but yeah i haven't seen it yet yeah just know that is a fucking super massive black hole that they took a picture of which is oh i did see that yeah 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 do they use the FLIR for heat heat detection, like all of these reality shows that we're going to talk the about? The FLIR? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Wait, what's the FLIR? Oh, that's a te- the, the the heat vision device that both... Oh, my God. Every... Did they use Satan? <laughs> Sa- the Satan system. Sorry <laughs> oh not to jump God. into that early. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, we well, we also call those images the butthole. The butthole. But yeah, that looks the like butthole. a butthole. So that's the butthole yeah. of the center of the Milky Way. And now you know, and it's very exciting. They shared it today, just today, so that's fresh off the presses. Nice. What a world we live in, that we can look at a black hole at the center of the Milky Way. It's nice when math can prove things. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Math. Or like we prove things that math guessed about. Right. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, my current event, Kayla, is that... uh, a time traveler on TikTok Stop. claims that the apocalypse is coming in months in a baffling prediction. I fucking saw that. What is what is the deal with that? Uh, so this so-called time traveler also claims that a new creature called Stalkers, which was apparently just a picture of Samael from oh, the yeah, first you Hellboy. Oh, yeah, you sent it to me, <laughs> yes. and I was like, that's literally Samael from Hellboy. <laughs> the new creature called Stalkers will be discovered along with... <laughs> It's in the ground and the U.S. uh, The U.S. ground is going to split and millions will disappear, disappear in an apocalyptic morning. The TikTok has received over 450,000 likes and starts by saying, warning, a leaked document from a time travel has warned us to remember these dates for 2022. So just so you know, um, the first the split is going to happen on July 14th. So set your calendars. That's when Samuel from Hellboy. Yeah. That's when Samael from Hellboy is going to just climb out of gra- the ground. And you gotta be careful because Samael splits in twain and duplicates. Yeah, it has yeah. all the eggs yeah. and stuff. So mm-hmm. Hellboy's yeah. gonna show up. So Hellboy's gonna be real, which would be great. Yeah, but then on August 9th, over 2 million people will mysteriously disappear before the new creature called Stalkers will emerge. Okay, so they don't emerge until the 9th. And then, oh no, sorry. I got this all messed up. There's too many moving planned. parts. July 14th is the earthquake. The okay. 9th is when 2 million people disappear. And then the October 3rd is when the stalkers appear. So get ready. Too much. I have a vacation so, planned. 
I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not to say what are her credentials. Like, did she have a newspaper from like later in the year to prove that no, she was a time traveler? No. Didn't travel? didn't she say? No, didn't they no. say that like they they prove their proof document is that like some celebrities are gonna die or something? Didn't they say something like that? Yeah, something like that. There, well, there wasn't any proof, Chad. <laughs> the proof. <laughs> okay. But they did. The comment section apparently just turned into prayers. Or saying that, like, only Allah knows what's going to happen. Like, God will make sure we're safe. And so Thoughts they believe. Yeah, they believe. I wonder if I wonder if God's aware of time travel. You know what I mean? Like, can he... Can, is that in his purview of power? Or her, her purview? I don't know. Yeah. Could be. Deep thoughts. Deep questions for the start of this podcast. Mm. Yeah. Does God or, understand time? Probably well, not. Does he understand time? But also, is it like... Is that one of the things where he's just mad about? Because, like, he can't stop it. So he's just like, God yeah. damn it, Edison jumped to the 2000s. You know, yeah. Again. <laughs> I think. Again. Yeah, probably not. I feel like God, it probably is just like a hexagon. Yeah. Like something, like just a shape somewhere. Yeah. Just a spooky shape. Just floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like the biblically accurate angels kind of yes, thing? Yeah, yes. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, just like that. dividing uh, ad infinitum forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was more ha- more hexagons. That's cool. So one more uh, current event is that so a House of Representatives panel in between taking away our rights <laughs> will hold the first public hearing on UFOs in decades. Yeah, in decades. It's exciting. On Tuesday, which is very exciting. I don't feel like this is the time to be doing that, but <laughs> they're distracting I, us with. They're just like you know we're gonna take away your rights, but look. <sighs> Look what we're doing over here. Yeah. And the the best part is this is an article from CNN Politics. This is legitimate. Like most of the most of the shit we cover on this show is like like weekly world news. Like we don't get it like but this is from CNN Politics and the best part is the last paragraph just says mm, with China and Russia developing hypersonic weapons and the Biden ad- administration leaking alleged US military operations in Ukraine, we have far more serious intelligence threats than flying saucers. Sure. Sure. <laughs> what, but what, do we <laughs> what exactly is being declassified again like what are they what stuff's are they already for? been declassified so i think that yeah. it's about just the fact that there's been a lot of footage there was one um article that i shared did you see this one holly while we're talking have about- you seen the tiktok chat or tiktok not the tiktok have you seen the tiktok video chad the military video of the uf the- so the military released two or three videos of actual UFO footage. Actually, sure, it was sure, Tom yeah. DeLonge. Yeah. Actually, Tom oh, DeLonge was involved yeah. in this. So. Of Angels and Airwaves. Get your facts straight. <laughs> yes. Where are you? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. The Tic Tac video. Tic Tac. <laughs> but stuff's, just come, stuff's come out. And actually, there was one I didn't send you. I put it in the Spooky Scouts Discord the other day. But on May 9th, a photograph from 50 years ago, which allegedly has been reviewed and is very real, <sighs> is mm-hmm. a very clear photo of a flying saucer over Costa Rica. Oh, so that's cool. I'm going to drop okay. that in the chat because now, that's another thing. And it looks like, for the podcast, it's literally just a flying saucer Oh, in the sky. Ew, I hate that. Yeah. Gross. It's You can just see it. It's just very clear. But apparently, I read the article and they said that they had people review it for accuracy and nobody could find any tampering. So this I mean, is a very probably clear real, photo. Yeah. So stuff like this has been coming out, and I think that they're finally going to say something. I put air quotes around that because, yeah, you know, nothing. I don't think anything will come of it, but it would be cool. 
Yeah. No, interesting. Interesting. No, that's uh, that's good. So that's uh, that's it for our our news. What about the Mars events. tunnel that you? Ah, the Mars tunnel. Oh. That just looks like rock. No, it's just like fallen rock. No, it just looks like rocks. You should, you should explain because I brought it up without even being not the only one that found it. You guys sent it to me. Okay. Yeah, it was a it was a random screenshot from the Mars rover, and yeah, it's just cataloged on NASA's Mars exploration website, and it's literally a freaking tunnel. Like, here's a link in the chat. It's just it's a it Minecraft. Looks, tunnel. It looks like it just fell like. I don't know. Okay, naysayer. It's a tunnel. I don't know. It just it just looks like it looks like some rocks <laughs> fell. It looks like a fucking tunnel to me. Like it's literally like rectangular. It looks like it does look like a tunnel. But it looks like that chunk next to it like is what fell out. Like there's like that chunk fell yeah, out. Yeah, maybe that was the, the door. door. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> That's where Mars Jesus was buried for three oh days. Oh my God, came no. Back. That's where Jesus was buried in general. Maybe we're from okay. Mars. You don't know. Some have said that. But yeah, that's, that's a theory. pretty spooky. And I don't know that anybody's talked about it. My coworker just sent it to me and was like, check out the screenshot from the Mars Ripper. I was like, ah. It does look like a tunnel. It does. But it looks like that chunk goes in there. Like they messed it up somehow. They, How do you door. not take the Mars rover at that point and go like, we're just going to drive right in there. Right? Go in the tunnel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. There was this one. Uh, they were taking like the moon rover. Like the China has a moon rover and they were like taking it to like something shiny they found. And then I never heard anything about it. Oh, cool. So, so that's. I'm just waiting know. for them to find a Decepticon. Let's go. Oh my, oh my God. God. That's where the Transformers are, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's where they live. Well, technically, some of them did. When they fleed Cybertron, they crashed on the moon. It's all right. We won't get into They did. No, I mean, that's that honestly that what's movie. happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's where they are. That was that other movie. The one where they were on the moon. Yeah, the, the dark, dark of the side of yeah. the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spock's pretty cool in that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, yeah, I don't like that tunnel. Yeah, it's a tunnel. It's, I don't like it. It's a tunnel. Like it. It's bees, bees of War. It's a tunnel from, it's a photo from NASA. It's a tunnel. Did you guys, okay, so the Skinwalker Ranch show. Yes. Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. It's on Hulu. Ranch. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, is it, can you watch it anywhere else or is it just Hulu? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I could, I could look up Just Watch real quick and see for, uh. So. There's technically three seasons. I know you guys didn't dip into season three. No, because it's currently airing, right? Season three is. But uh, you can watch it on Hulu. The first two episodes are out. Oh, well, oh boy. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's not, it's, I mean, we'll discuss it. Don't worry. Um, the first thing that we're going to talk about for this show is that the reason we wanted to talk about it was because Chad was like, you guys, you have to watch the show because it's just these people's descent into madness. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's probably the most accurate yeah. description because the ground from a lot of the articles I read, and this was where I was going to go, like, I read this whole article on, on Utah Business on the owners we'll talk about the cast in a second but like the ground is super polluted it's been it's irradiated it's full of like hard metals like it's extremely polluted the town next to it like has tons of birth defects like there's not enough people that live in these places to like complain Mm -hmm. 
So like everything around it is extremely, extremely polluted. Very well, dangerous. Well, I think they even say in the first season, there's like a one mention of it, which is clearly explaining all of this. Right, how it was right. used for like bombing tests by the military. Yeah, yeah. Like the 50s or 60s. Yeah, because it's down. It's technically like it's it's a distance from where they did the Manhattan Project stuff. But technically, they they hypothesized that the wind long term would have blown the fallout over the ranch. Yes. So you know radiation but they say that one time yeah. and then they mention yes. radiation all the time like they're like wait where all this radiation coming from because everyone's southern everyone's southern yeah. on it oh, oh god the magometer is just going crazy and you're like yes yeah yeah yes. radiation correct yeah. and that's and they're always just like you shouldn't dig on the ranch and i'm like yes because radiation is heavier than the air Right. So it goes into the ground. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, so there's probably fallout in the ground. And they were like, all right, so we went and fucking dug in the ground. And, and yeah. <laughs> we're going to go in You're this You're killing hole. Tom, guys. Yeah. Tom is dying. Tom. Can, we talk, can we talk about Tom? I love yeah. Tom. One of our, one of, oh, maybe wait, if I have a picture. a protagonist, it's Tom. Tom, is the, Tom is the protagonist. Not He's Travis? The, the shown in protagonist of oh, the Oh, Travis. Maybe Travis is the protagonist, but I think there's a dark arc going for Travis. Because you think so? like... <laughs> I don't know. Do you always do? You need to set the lore of Skinwalker. Oh yeah. Maybe we should go through yes. the cast. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So first one we mentioned is Tom. So I have a picture right here. I have a picture of Tom. Don't He's you worry. He's the ranch hand. Yeah. Yeah. We're going through everyone. Tom's the ranch hand. Oh man, I got really upset when he cried. <laughs> it touched my soul. I was like, no cry, Tom. Uh, J.K. Cheeseburger in chat is a dragon fan. Don't worry, we're getting oh, dragon. don't worry, we'll get to dragon. So we have a couple of things for each cast member is we're ranking them on uh, if we would, if they're sexy, if we would do them, smoochy, yes or no. If they're smoochy. Give Lisa smooch, yeah. The Lisa smooch, mild smooch. And uh, how MAGA are they from <laughs> one to 10? From one to 10. Like how MAGA do we think they are? <laughs> Like from I, no MAGA to ultra MAGA. Can I throw out one more metro spectrum? spectrum? Yeah. How much does that person actually believe in the mystery of? Skin yes. Oh, that's a yes. good one because I I do I'm interested in in how much yes. they do actually believe all that and like because you know you have the one guy coming in and not believing it. Everyone else there has varying yeah. degrees. That's a good one. So and I'm also gonna read their their bios from the History Channel website. Oh, their bios. So this is Tom. Oh yeah, which I feel like is also is a, a joy and a treasure for all of us. <laughs> so this is Tom. He's on the screen right now. He's the hero. Course, yeah, he's the Tom. Tom's bio is Thomas Winterton is the superintendent of Skinwalker Ranch, overseeing the maintenance of the property, its facilities and equipment, as well as overseeing ranching activities and assisting investigations. A native of the Utah Basin, Thomas is the founder and operator of multiple businesses. His unique background and experience give him an in-depth insight into the UFO phenomena at Skinwalker Ranch and the surrounding area, especially his own incredible experiences that have taken place there. And by incredible, they mean horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Tom yeah. and Tom has a mysterious growth on the back of his head. Yes. That yes, he, he got hurt. His time on the ranch. Yeah, he's he hurt. got he's hurt. Gone to the doctor. Yeah. And yeah. it yeah. separates his scalp from his skull. Is what is mm-hmm. what Chad is describing. It's it was so big that it separated his scalp. So. It yeah. looks like in a cartoon when Donald Duck gets hit over the head with like a shovel. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes. That's it looks what like it looks like. It looks like he got, he looks like he got hit in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Tom, um, I would give him, like, he seems like a nice guy. Like, I'd give him, like, a six. For smooching? Um, like, smoochable. Okay. Sure. 
I don't know. I don't I don't know if he's that MAGA. Like, but he is a native to the U Utah Basin. So I, I uh, between like, or I guess we'll do just one to ten for all of them. Yeah. Between like one to ten for like how MAGA, I'm going to say like maybe like a four. I don't know. He doesn't seem he doesn't seem that MAGA. But maybe that's just me. Hmm. I guess fair. And all then right. how much do you think Tom believes in it? Oh, I think Tom believes is like a ten. I think yeah. Tom's a hundred percent in. I think he's in. Yeah, I think Tom's a true believer. Kayla, yeah. what do you think? Okay, so I he has a, a fucking goatee, so I'm gonna have to give him a, a like zero on the smoochability <laughs> scale because that's not a thing I can I can deal with. I was thinking about personalities. I was like, he seems nice. Oh, I didn't even look like we're basically smooching on personality. <laughs> I t- I don't. <laughs> Okay, well, I've I watched all of this show series. Okay? okay, I'm close with these. people. You didn't tell me it was a personality. I thought we were just going you, surface level. You can level. do whatever you want. You can do surface level. I don't care. Okay. I was just thinking about whether or not we would get along. I'm only smooching if they're wearing a cowboy hat because that's how okay. I, I think that's fair. Okay. okay, so he's got that's the cowboy fair. hat and he's nice, but he has a goatee. <laughs> sorry, so sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Raven Elf just said his goatee looks greasy. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Okay, so yeah. Well, just like Bees Vor said, it's called demisexuality. We can kiss personalities. Thank you. Okay, I'm being I'm, just, I'm being harassed for my sexuality. I'm just being pe- I'm just being. What's the term I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know. Not petty. Uh, yes, you can be petty. <laughs> um, That's fine. He has a goatee, which is terrible, but he does have a cool cowboy hat, and he does seem like a nice guy. So I'm gonna give him a solid four for smoochability. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. All of them rank low for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So. I'm, trying, I'm trying to be generous. I'm trying to be generous. I refuse to be generous with my smooches. Um, on a MAGA scale, I would I would put him at a, a four on that as well. Because I don't think he seems incredibly MAGA, but I bet he was raised in a MAGA area. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think he's like a nice person. So that's why I give him a four. Okay. He, put, he owns I think guns you can be, and he doesn't I think want them can, taken away, right? Yeah, I think you can be a nice... Obviously, I think you can be a nice person yes. and also MAGA, just, you know, misled by the the propaganda machine. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But that's why I think, like, he's not the extreme where the... You no, know, no, no. You know what I mean? No, he's he's chill about it. He's got a gun safe, but he doesn't need you to know about right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, he conceals... He concealed care, conceal carries... <laughs> So you don't yeah, know, he, yeah. but he has it. So you don't know. He's not going to wear it on the hip, but he does conceal carry. This is a show at any point, if they had just been a random moment where they all happened to reach up and you saw that they were just carrying guns tucked in their pants. What if they and just start like, shooting at the UFO? Like, <laughs> Literally, I would not be surprised. <laughs> it seems like okay. season four. Um, and then he, I, I put him at a 12 on the believe scale out of 10 because he yeah. like, I mean, he had the gross on his head and it's happened multiple times and he just accepts oh, yeah. it and it's just reality. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chad, what are yours? Uh, I'd say uh, seven on smoochability to be right on top of his head. I want to take care of him. I want to get him away from there. This place is clearly unhealthy for Tom. Yeah. I think, I think he is like a six on a MAGA because he is, seems innocent, but he is definitely like I'm going to my next category. He's a true believer. Oh yeah, so okay. I think it'd yeah. be very easy for the environment around him to be like, yeah, there's there's stuff wrong with this country, and we need to you know get it back to the way it was. Like, I I think Tom could fall susceptible to those hooks, and yeah, he is the one that seems the most like in the horror movie version of this. Mm-hmm. Tom definitely dies saving his friends. Oh, for sure. 
he, he, oh, yeah. he seems to love Brandon, the guy who owns everything that we'll talk about. Yes. Yeah, he's very like, he's the team's puppy dog. It feels yes, like. yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah, well, let's, let's move on to, let's move on to Brandon, yeah. Brandon, because Brandon, this is our, this is who I have the, um, the article on. So his name is Brandon Fugel and he is a real estate mogul and investor in the now infamous Skinwalker Ranch. He bought Skinwalker Ranch from Rob Bigelow, who owns a space machinery company that I saw when I went to area 51 there, we stopped by his building in Vegas. And that was the building that had the alien on the outside of it. And we've talked He's about created him. organizations to hunt, to yes. look for paranormal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Rob Bigelow wants to find aliens. So this guy bought this ranch and this, this whole article I read, I will bring up his picture now. So this is him. This is Brandon. Oh, I don't like Brandon. So Brandon's not on the show that much, honestly. Like Brandon is <laughs> His well, tiny he's doing glasses. business, Holly. He's out there doing other things. Yeah. So um, no, Jesse, it's not the Bigelow tea guy. No, um, no, no. We've talked about no. Robert Bigelow. He was the one who uh Roger Lear went and visited yeah. and yeah, talked so to. So he's Yeah, and he's been in different like he's someone said like like he's been he's got his like hands in all of his all the like alien shit mm-hmm. and he is very secretive about it and has like that weird factory with the alien on the outside it's just weird um he's a weirdo i think this guy's a weirdo so right. yeah so he bought skinwalker ranch from rob biglow he's another real estate mogul <laughs> he's been obsessed he's been obsessed he's from like, i think he's from utah he's been obsessed with the settlers of utah and all this kind of stuff because He's a Mormon. Yes. Because he's a Mormon who, as I like, I have this article and you guys, this article took me to a place I didn't think it was going to go, but it made so much sense because he literally says in this article why he wants to prove that aliens are real is because when he growing up in Mormonism, they tell you, you get your own planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Every yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, you get How a planet. Dum, 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 so dum, dum. he like literally thinks there's other dimensions and other planets because that's his was his faith growing up. And that is how he believes. And that's what he thinks. He thinks that doing this will help. But he purchased the property for $200,000. Well, that's cheap. Short, yeah. Shortly after establishing the National Institute for Discovery Science, which is why these people have jobs. He's the one that made the history show. The Discovery Show. He's the one that's funding it. Yeah, this, this guy. whole thing is his pet project. My, my yes. take on it feels very much that Brandon is a very, very sad nerd. Yes, based on yes, how, yes. How they present him in the show is like, yes. is cut to him in his Lamborghini <laughs> driving someone there. And, and then we're going to take my helicopter. He's like very much like Shaw off his yes. mind. His company is named Adamantium Holding. Yes. What the tells fuck? tells you everything you need to know about Brandon. Is it? I did uh, not know that. Yeah, he's like, a, he's like a, I think his production company, I think he's the one that gets the credit saying called Prometheus. He's just a nerd. He's a, he's yes. a religious nerd yes. who is like, I'm going to make this poisonous land into a marketing thing is my yes. take on Well, Brandon. funny you mentioned that because we, I mean, we still have, this is my favorite picture. So here's Brandon and Dragon. Oh my God. What are talking about? Uh... As, as missionaries... In Hawaii, when they were Mormon missionaries together, it's too much. They got to go to Hawaii little, with those lucky assholes. I know. Yeah. Look at the little babies. They're wearing their uh, for people in the podcast. Yep. They're two little two little guys in in their no, little suits are. 
in Hawaii being, being in Hawaii. Hawaii. They're the little, you know, the little bike riding Mormons. That's what they are. Um, so they did their mission together. Him and him and Dragon are best friends. Dragon no longer considers himself part of the Mormon church. Oh, really? Um, Dragon is no. separated from the Mormon Dra- church? Dragon is separated, but Brandon is not. So, huh. yeah, he, he's separated from the church. Brandon, Brandon and Dragon, who I think just gave him, it seems like he just gave himself the name Dragon. He's just like, oh, I, I, I know yes. the story behind this. Because <laughs> my coworker told me about it. Because I was okay. like, I was like, what the fuck is up? Like, I was like, well, Dragon's my favorite because his name is fucking Dragon. And he was like, he was like, no, literally, because he follows that guy on Twitter, social media. I don't know. He went and he, he said that basically the producers were like, you need to have a cool nickname. Like, have you ever been called anything? And he was like, I don't know. One time in high school, like some people call me Dragon. They're like, okay, that's your fucking name. Because the whole show, they just call him Bryant or whatever. Because his real name. They just call him his real name. They they rarely call him Dragon. And that is why. I feel like Brandon on the call is like, Dragon, what do you think? Is no. it safe to dig? Yeah, he's the only Brandon. one. But the rest of them just yeah. call him Bryant. Brian, Bryant. That's his name. Like, yeah. So they just call him. That's why. Because the producers yeah. were like, you have to have a sick fucking name. And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Dragon, I guess. So there you He's go. He's head so, of security for the ranch. Yeah. And it seems like my take on him, maybe this is part of the reality show, is I noticed that he always wears like black, like mil- like not yes. military fatigues, but like kind of like black, yes. like, like I'm going to go protest uh, QAnon. My favorite part that sold me on Dragon was when uh, our buddy Tom was having his head issue again. <laughs> And Dragon was like teary eyed and he was like choked up and he was like holding a gun or something. And he was like, I just, I can't do anything about this. I can't do anything about it. I don't like it. And I'm like, yeah, you can't fucking shoot that with a gun, Dragon. Like, Jesus. But he was very emotional about it. So, my favorite. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, he's the kid. Like, yeah. He's the dorky kid who has a subscription to Guns and Ammo. Yeah. Yeah. They both do. They both. That's where their. That's where their Venn diagram crosses. Mm-hmm. There's a, the, the dynamic between Dragon and Brandon is very interesting. When you know it's like this is my rich friend's like <laughs> weird pet project. You know he's putting all this money into. Yeah. He's it's like a money pit, uh, intentionally and like and I'm gonna put you my head of security with no credentials. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So uh, are we doing so smoochability here. and stuff for, for Brandon? Do you need to do his smoochability? Yes. Well, in the article also, hold on. The History Channel show spends a large portion of the first season on one central theme. Bad things happen to those who dig. Yeah. Twice, ranch superintendent Thomas Winterton develops a lump on his head, his scalp separating from his skull after digging on the ranch. Astrophysicist Travis Taylor opens a portal and develops burns <laughs> that his doctor says are similar to those radiation patients get. Oh, my God. Opens a portal. for the entire show. <laughs> Can we, can we talk about? I, don't, I know we, I'm jumping around a lot, but I don't know. So I'm sorry, I'm ruining it. It's okay. No. We, my, Travis, who haven't said, is essentially like I guess he's the new kid. He is yeah. the astrophysicist, quote unquote, which I am doubting his. No, apparently it's true. Two. He's he I looked actually it up. is. He's a real. No, he is. I looked it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, any scientist because who I does doubted it too. does like I, I don't know. He he comes across <laughs> dumb as rocks, and and I'm dumb, and I think he's dumb. So that means he's really dumb. <laughs> Well, here's here's a picture of him. We'll get to Travis. This is Travis. His, he looks like Big McLarge Huge from Mystery Science. Theater. Oh, I thought he. I think um, yeah, yeah. And he looks like Mr. Incredible, kind of. A little Mr. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. So he, 
Chad thinks Travis has a dark a dark side. I, I <laughs> well, this guy this guy is the dumbest idiot. Like most of the stuff he does on the show, he's like the guy explaining it to the audience. But he just does like he just comes into a room and will just re-explain what the other person just said. It's like it seems here that this uh this laser is gonna shoot some beams across the yes the he valley. does yes he does wow like he's just <laughs> learning it. But That's, the, he reminds me of um who's the California Gold guy? Oh, uh, Huel Hauser. Huel Hauser like that's an avocado eating dog and he's just like oh my god i can't i can't believe i don't know if any if anyone lived in california that's what played on like public access all the time and it'd just be like i can't believe that that's amazing and that's like exactly what he sounds like comedy bang bang james domian would do uh huel hauser recurrently as a character it's very very good yeah Uh, it's it's yeah so this yeah this travis touchdown whatever his name is uh he he has this moment you alluded to holly this is my favorite moment in the entire show (laughs) Where, so far so, so far, far. In, in season one they are investigating they've already clearly connected that there's radiation everywhere they're walking around with like giga counters and and things that are counting like tachyon particles or whatever yeah. and and him and the doctor of season one go towards like homestead two and find this big cement Ooh, like cistern yeah that is in the ground and they're like it is the, the signals are coming crazy off of this this is highly irradiated and Travis Tyler, who is an astrophysicist, <laughs> decides like I'm gonna open it. And the doctor's like, "You shouldn't do that. I'm gonna open it." And he just, like a dumb golden retriever, just sticks his head in the cement cistern. And then Amelia's like, "Oh, I'm feeling kind of lot headed boozy." And then and then it cuts the next day. He's like, "Yeah, so I got radiation burns all over my body where I put like you're you're he's gonna mutate. He's oh gonna turn God. into a monster." Yeah, that's the whole yes, show. He though do, he does he does show. that all the time though. Like he's just like, oh, but what if we do this? Yeah, like <laughs> there's a big hole in the ground over here. It's pretty weird. We get some weird readings. Let's fucking climb into it. What could happen? Yeah, I. He definitely got irradiated. Yep, no, that's true. He actually does yeah. show like it's not just yeah. that he shows that he has burn marks like on his head and yes. hand that he the parts that reached into the cistern yes it's like cement bunker which makes 100 percent that there's radiation there because of how many times like that area was blasted yeah like, well let's let's do okay i'm gonna read travis's bio really quick since we're on travis yeah. so it says dr travis taylor is an engineer and best-selling author who holds phds in optical science and engineering aerospace systems and engineering and master's degrees in physics and astronomy For the past 25 years, Taylor has worked on various high-tech programs for the Department of Defense and NASA. He is the newest member of this diverse and highly skilled team and brings a vast wealth of knowledge. Diverse white old men. It's all white men. That will help them apply hard science in an effort to solve this incredible mystery. I think one of my (laughs) first notes was if they had a single woman on this team, none of this would fucking happen. Because yeah. it's just a bunch of, like, dudes being like, I don't know, let's fucking go in the hole. Like, I'm like, he did, Jesus Christ. Not there's when one you find, moment yeah. in season one where there's a, a female member who joins. I think she's, like, part of one of the drones. Yes, I uh, think my coworker was oh, telling yeah. me that. Wasn't, weren't they like, yeah, you might flap there and you might fucking die. And she was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, the edits do a lot to hide it. But there's just a moment where they, it happens recurrently where they see something in the sky randomly while they're talking 
and point towards it like cats yes. with a laser pointer. Yes. And they're all confirming like, yeah, there's something over there. And the and the one time in the wide shot, you can see the girl who's there just like shrugging, like I don't, I don't see <laughs> like I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't see. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm Dragon's bio is Please. my Dragon. favorite because so Dragon's bio says that his main point of interest is that. <laughs> as a trusted commonly known by his codename dragon brian arnold is he's not comic is the chief security officer on skinwalker ranch because it's like fucking star trek and you have a chief security yeah. officer i guess as a trusted friend and advisor to brandon fugel for over 25 years that's his number one friend and advisor to brandon is his number one what is this maker studios got him got him oh. <laughs> brian is a vital part of day-to-day -day operations on the ranch he prevents any and all who may unwisely attempt to trespass on the grounds and assists at the investigations to ensure safety at all times brian is a licensed armed private security officer in the state of utah and is recognized as an expert marksman and security specialist so he's a mall cop Aww, his he's friend gave him a, a job he definitely made his own uniform too oh, like for that sure. is yeah he the put tactical, that together the yeah. tactical sunglasses the tactical sunglasses yep he's into his picture he loves his fucking job though and i respect that he does <laughs> I need to show you guys the tactical sunglasses. Hold on. Yeah. This is my favorite. Can I can I share that for the visual part of the show that I'm slowly watching our portraits be surrounded by yes. scary white men. Yeah. And yes. I am free to I'm getting kind of scared. Tactical sunglasses. This keeps multiplying. Yeah. We'll go away in a second. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're on our, our last our last person. That's our our main cast member, which is Brandon. We didn't read his his bio. Brandon Fugel is owner of Skinwalker Ranch. As the chairman of Collier's International in Utah, Brandon is one of the most prominent businessmen and real estate developers in the Internet Mountain West. From an early age, he has also been fascinated with the mysteries of our universe and the question of whether or not we are alone. In 2016, Brandon purchased Skinwalker Ranch from aerospace tycoon Robert Bigelow, which we know, in order to investigate and study the strange and unexplained phenomenon that has been reported there for more than two centuries. So he's like a real estate guy. And what's interesting about the the Bigelow thing is Bigelow also owned this ranch and had a lot of surveillance equipment. And they actually talk about a certain point where he would use cows as like biological sensors. And he actually yeah. like had cameras everywhere. And whatever he found uh, was classified. And I think by maybe the government, they I don't know that they specified, but I'm pretty yeah. sure they did. No, he he worked with the government. Like the government had other related things like i feel like they did talk to them or something but then they now they don't mm -hmm. i don't know that, that they throw that a lot right they refer to i love how they depict bigelow and it seems like you two know him a lot more than i do but i i i wrote up about him and yes he's funded some really cool like paranormal research organizations i don't know if they actually found anything or not that's cool he did it but they always show him in the show as if like he's like howard stark they yeah, yeah. there's yes, a photo yeah. of him like standing in front of a massive turbine as yes. opposed to he was like a scientific engineer he owned real estate in las vegas guys like he wasn't he wasn't yes. a scientist no and he actually owned i think the econo lodge mm -hmm. sure i think sure. he was it was a, like a hotel it was definitely a motel. hotel it was a motel chain is what he owned yeah yeah it just, but the way they depict it is like he was this great science man who knew there was something <laughs> wrong here 
and and they and he and you know what his findings of his research he never disclosed well, the th- probably because he discovered <laughs> he it was radiated and he sold the land to you dumb idiot oh damn this place is super fucking irradiated the- i got to get out of here <laughs> but i will argue the interesting thing about Bigelow is he is heavily ingrained in ufo research he's funded a lot he has funded a butt ton of stuff and like he i do think it's strange that his main theory about skinwalker ranch was that it was an interdimensional portal they do mention that which i do not i do not agree with i don't think that's what's going on there but it's an interesting theory not gonna Um, lie no it is but chat's just like uh, chat's still talking about smoochability so we gotta get these numbers out oh so sorry no but they but uh, (laughs) the honey in chat said travis is the most smoochable to me but i also think he'd call me exotic yes he would (laughs) he fucking would (laughs) it's like i can't travis Uh, is a guy whose only mexican food he's ever had is is uh taco bell no it's like it's like uh, and only the hard shells he only gets hard shell tacos the and also, yeah, the bottom picture of Dragon also, yeah, blows up the Magameter. That's why I think Dragon's a 10 on the Magameter oh, yeah. is only because of the tactical sunglasses. Yes. I like, if you, that's, have you seen the commercials for those tactical sunglasses? No. no there's no, no, there's like a commercial for these, like, tactical sunglasses. And they're just like, oh, be like the army and wear these tactical sunglasses. And I'm like, what, what is happening here? <laughs> they're like gas station sunglasses that they're saying are tactical. They're like and fucking that's what Oakley's. He's, yeah, and that's what he's wearing. He's wearing tactical sunglasses. Can yeah. I can I share my how I've been viewing this gang? And I love yes. that. I think perfectly we have not talked about Eric the the, no. the science worm. No. Oh my um, god. Cuz he's definitely part of the main group and he has the he has both the least to contribute and the most. Like he is their <laughs> their tech expert who the 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 first episode of this show Ends on such an amazing dumb cliffhanger of <laughs> the box. Tyler is is brought on board. He's the new member of the gang, mm-hmm. and Brandon via video conference, clearly like in his helicopter, is like, <laughs> I think Eric, I think he's ready to see what's in the suitcase. <laughs> and, and Eric goes and brings out this metal lined case, and the cliffhanger is like, <laughs> the way they present it, it's like pulp fiction of like the gold in the briefcase is the most magical thing in the world you don't know what it is oh my god episode two it's just a magnet it's a big magnet uh that they use to mess up a phone and they're like that's kind of what happens to our phones out here <laughs> so it's not even a secret it's just like a demonstration but oh my god but eric is the tech oh guy god. who runs his 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 like he's the guy in the chair who runs his little secret like uh, lab filled with a bunch? Of, it's like PC yes. Master Race build station. Yes. Well, and, then, and, and uh, you want to read his bio? Please. Yeah. <laughs> his bio. Hold on, we gotta get his picture. Uh, I know that. Listen, we're gonna talk about actual like UFO stuff eventually. Just the fascination of just this show by itself. Here he is, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> With a K, uh, as the principal investigator and chief scientist on Skinwalker Ranch, Eric Bard has not only installed a cutting-edge surveillance system that constantly monitors the entire property, but also heads all investigations. Having worked alongside Brandon on various scientific endeavors for the last decade, he's just another friend of Brandon's! They're all friends! <laughs> Bard, Bard brings a vast wealth of knowledge and his intense curiosity to the study of the strange phenomena reported on Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, oh my and, god! And his system that they that he named himself. Oh is my called god! The Satan. The Satan. System. The Satan. S A T A N. 
Which I was like, that's pretty fucking sick, Eric. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I give it to oh you. Oh my god. No. Oh my god. Crow Crow Graber in chat said exactly what it is. This feels like a group of friends LARPing because it is. Yeah. They're having fun. It is. I would do the same it thing. Is. If I had fucking billions of dollars, you bet your ass I'd have you two come out and run around. It is. Oh. Brandon Brandon built Eric the coolest gaming setup yes, that he plays League yes, of Legends on. Yeah. When, when they're not there. But otherwise, he's like, come on into my lab. And he's got like flighttracker.com up. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, like, monitoring all. Was of it these. you, Chad, that said that? Or was it you, Kayla? Kayla? Yeah. Oh, that, that's just a this website. This is a fucking you website. Can go to. <laughs> he's like, this you is can my just flight go tracker. To that website. You can just go to that website. Oh my God. <laughs> like. But like seriously, if if I had billions of dollars, I would do the exact same fucking thing. I would buy that ranch for two hundred grand, yeah. And I'd be like, let's fucking dick around, guys. Like, we yeah, they, they <laughs> in season two they shoot like fifteen rockets in the air, and and to be honest, like like coming back down to the actual paranormal shit, there is weird shit that happens on that ranch. Yes. Yes. There is actual weird stuff. Like, it is 100% irradiated, 110% full of radiation. And so is the surrounding area. Like, there's also another History Channel show called Secret of the Blind Frog Ranch. It's next to Skinwalker Ranch. It's another show. It's another show. (laughs) But these guys, yes, these guys are digging for gold. So... Okay. But like, but all, but like, I, there are, they do see UAPs. They get them on camera. Like, they do see them. Mm-hmm. They do get strange data. They do get all, and they do get irradiated. So, like, there is, I feel like that land is particularly strange. Maybe because it's irradiated. My, my guess from all the like paranormal shit that I've read, my guess is it is weird because it's irradiated. Yes. Because aliens like or UFOs, UAPs, whatever, have always been interested in all of our radiation stuff, yes. like all of our nuclear stuff. So my guess is that they keep showing up because at one point in time, this place had nuclear bombs dropped on it. Yeah. That's my also, guess. Also, if you're if you're an alien observer, you're probably hanging out like. Look at these dumb monkeys. That is exactly going down into the radiation pit. Like a hundred percent. That is what I think is going on here. I think it's like it is there's tons of radiation. The aliens are literally fucking hanging out up there and being like, look at these dumb fuckers. And also I think that there is a wormhole above, based on some of the stuff that like I've talked to my coworker about and some of the stuff they've done. I do think that perhaps that there's some sort of wormhole travel that the aliens are I don't using know. because they find a lot know. of like, stuff up in the sky that is very questionable. Okay, so you guys didn't get there yet. He was telling me I about think, it and it's pretty it's but weird. Yeah, Eric drives Eric I think it's Eric's helicopter. I don't know whose helicopter it is. It's brand it's Brandon's helicopter. Yeah. But they have a helicopter at one point and later in season 2 they take the helicopter up. And they're all in the helicopter and I think it's like Dragon and I don't think Brandon's there, but it's like Dragon and Eric and Travis. And they're all in the helicopter and the helicopter starts messing up. The helicopter starts showing they're 5,000 feet in the air and the helicopter says there's something 40 feet below them. Yep. And the sensor mm. starts messing up and they're like, there's nothing below us. Oh, my God. There's a, like they're So like they start freaking out like they always do. Like at some point, people are crying a lot on this show. They do. Like some people have like, feelings. Yeah. They like okay. freak out. It's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Even if you wear your tactical sunglasses to hide your tears. You can have them. They're there. They're tactical. back there. They just seep into the glasses and go down your ears. I wear my tactical Strong sunglasses. Strong dragons also cry. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
But so they they so that this then they're like, this is weird. Like, this is never fucked up before. Like, we have to land. So they didn't say fucked up because they're all from Utah. But like, <laughs> they So they land the helicopter and later on they have they have readings and a video that shows a streak of something going below the mm. helicopter. Like, it's weird. And they have a bunch of missing data, like where the helicopter flew up, where the, they think this portal is yep. or whatever. Mm. So like their electronics keep messing up. And then I have another example from a season three, which you guys haven't gotten to yet. Please. Um... But in season three, they bring out these guys, which you're going to love, Chad, that are part of another UAP group called Osiris. Oh, fuck. That's sick. And so Osiris, <laughs> Osiris comes out with their van, their Osiris van that's got like all this UAP. Like spray painted on yeah. the side like an alien. I wish. I wish. It was, it was like, so they come out with their Osiris van to like look at, to like more or less like do get some more data while they're in the helicopter. And, and they're locked. I think, no, they're not in the helicopter. They're launching rockets. So they launch these rockets. And every time the rocket launches, their van goes dark. Every time. They can't get any data. And I have a Twitter thread from, from the Brandon Fugel and Osiris and some questioning Twitter users asking the questions we need to know. Oh. Which is, what's happening? Did the helicopter mess up? Uh-huh. And was this van, did this happen before? And turns out, says, uh, here's some questions from a user from Joe. Oh, Joe. Said, watch both episodes of season three. Some questions. Did the helicopter GPS need repair or did it only fail during the experiment? And was the elevation sickness ruled out? Someone else got sick, by the way. Oh, like, they were like, oh, God I'm sick. It. And that said, was Osiris having problems before or after the events filmed? And so Brandon comes in and says... On May 11th, just this month, up to date, helicopter has never needed repair, only failed during the experiment and ranch activity. It is state of the art and in parentheses, relatively new, (laughs) relatively new. Uh. And and then he says in the same tweet, it was my understanding that Osiris was thoroughly tested and operational before the experiments and came back online after I will let Osiris and he tags them confirm Osiris comes in. And says the Osiris was fully functional, both before and after Skinwalker. No faults were found on post-inspection. There was a 999 error code that is not recognized by the manufacturer. (laughs) Nothing similar ever occurred before or after Skinwalker. Can I share my my favorite runner in all of this is how often equipment malfunctions. Okay, yeah, right. Likely, yes. likely due to probably the the scientific route is probably just due to the radiation and messing with electronics. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm putting this link in the chat. Hopefully, you guys can see it. It's the thread. Um, please, I would like to. I'd like yeah, to read that. it's great. Also, it's great. Also, Brandon on Twitter. Uh, if you follow him, he loves to retweet fan art of dragon. No, like, does he? Does he? Holy yeah, shit! He, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a that's how I found out they were like buddies and Mormons together. I was like, what is? Are they like lover? I didn't know what was going on. Instant follow <laughs> for dragon fan art. He, there's like MS Paint comics that he's made or something with no. Dragon being tough. No, um, I, but oh like how often the equipment malfunctions. They show a lot. Like the reason that the the aforementioned magnet is like, yeah, our phones just stop working sometimes, and they'll show like some security guard pulls out his phone and he's like, oh yeah, I'm trying to listen to Infowars and it's not playing. <laughs> and like, wait, who said that? <laughs> just like, there's oh, like no. another guard. So I was like, oh, that magnet's <laughs> off the charts. There's a, there's a, there's a dragon has a number two that gives me big old uh-oh vibes. There's like Uh-oh. a big redhead ginger guy that I, I'd just be worried about. But 
there's like multiple times where they'll bring on an expert. I think in season one, they bring in a drone guy or another guy. With like a big, they're paying a lot of money for these experts and they'll set it all up. And then they're like, huh, it's out of bed. Ah, the battery's not charged. We're, uh, uh, the ghost must have done it. And you're like, I don't think you guys charged this before you showed up and you're just blaming. <laughs> I like, oh my God. Okay. So he just, wait, <laughs> wait. He retweeted some fan art. <laughs> I I, have, I might have to fucking draw some fan art is all I'm saying. Wait. He retweeted some fan art. I'm going to get rid of the pictures after this. So we have to decide your who you who oh, you like just we pick can your just favorite. Like, just pick your favorite. Okay. Okay. But here's some fan art of Dragon. Oh my god. Photoshopped. He's like this. Karate Kid photoshopped into Karate Kid. And Brandon retweeted this. And here he is with tactical jeans. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever oh seen. God. Oh my god. Their friendship, it spans it spans generations. This is pure. Like this is pure. <laughs> okay, they, they he friendship just, goals. Brandon and Dragon. He's just yeah. supporting his friend. It's, it's so okay. The pictures are going away. We're done. It's so pure. To be fair, if I like made it rich somehow, I would hire no, you yeah. both to be part of my paranormal investigation. It'd be yes. so fucking fun. I think I think it's sweet and pure, and I think he's a good friend to all of these people. I think I'll, I'll just say my favorite. We don't have to smooch ability all of them. My, I think my favorite, even though you think he has a dark, a dark streak is Travis. I like Travis. <laughs> he's just, he's in it, for, but he's like, he's like, you know, hands in there. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to solve this. I'm a scientist. Oops. I got irradiated. Like I respect the hustle. He's starry eyed and curious. Yeah. Can I, can I counterpoint? Not the smooch ability, just the scientist thing, because I just watched the episode in season two today where they, reach out to a rabbi that we have to talk oh god about. oh my but, god yes that's yeah that's the Tra- capstone that's the capstone Travis is like seems to be leading the scientific research he's, he's talking about how like he's coming up with like we'll come up with a theory and then we test it and like from what i know of learning basic scientific principles in high school they don't follow shit on this shit like, <laughs> no. they, they they just in episode four of season two they are investigating homestead two and they, they use the FLIR to detect heat signals all over while a yes. rabbi reads from yes. the Torah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And goes like this. And goes like this. Like and he, reads, he does live yes. on and prosper? I don't know why. I, I wonder if that. it means He's, something. It might mean something know. else. I hope it does because I was like, I don't know what this I'm concerned. But it's just like a random reading from the Torah. Yeah. But he's he's it's to open a portal. Open a portal and then immediately like, well, the temperature dropped in the house. And he, so he cuts to Travis going like, so we think there's a portal there. And I'm like, that's not what the scientific method is at all. You have to like <laughs> do multiple tests on multiple nights. Like have the, have the rabbi there on some nights. Yeah. Have the, the flirt. But they never do that. They just kind of like make a wild speculation and then jump to it. And Travis is always the one to like lead the charge on. It could be a portal though, right? We're saying it's, it's a true. portal. Sorry, I'm. He I'm is. Really he's very no. He's I. I like. <laughs> sorry, I found a comic of dragon. Oh my god, That's the Adventures of yeah. Dragon. <laughs> it's like like photoshopped filter over. Just Fucking incredible. Shots of dragon I feel like I need to draw this guy. Like, do you Please? think he would be flattered if I did that? Yes, he would. <laughs> you think yes. Brandon Fugel would retweet it if I did that? Maybe that's a challenge. I was thinking. I literally. So I also I listened to the QAnon Anonymous 
podcast and they sometimes like read as stories they wrote. I thought, it, what if I wrote like a dramatic story? Fan fiction. Of us, like, yeah, fan fiction of like of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh my God. Self insert <laughs> Skinwalker dragon. Ranch fan fiction. Yeah, Dragon saves us and we get to smooch our favorite. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't. I can't. I don't even. What were you saying, Chad? I just. I can't. Oh, I don't know. I was mad. I. I maybe my favorite because my way I've been watching this show is that Brandon and Adamantium Holdings is the the comedic version of Umbrella Corps. Yeah, that's how I've yes. been looking at this entire show. Yes, that, yes, that yes. Brandon is like Albert Wesker, who is just like pouring money into the dumbest scientific breakthrough. And the radiation is the T-virus equivalent where, like, his friends are getting hurt. Dragon at some point is going to turn into some abomination. Travis is already, like, slowly growing an eyeball on his shoulder. There's just something about, like, this is the early days of an evil corporation that's going to yes. something that destroys humanity. But it starts out yes. so wholesome, which is a great backstory. Yeah. Like, they are just friends trying to find yeah. the truth. And then they fucking turn into this evil corporation. Like, I want to watch this show. Like, I would watch, like, if they actually, like, I would watch this as a fictional show if they yes. found, like, and imagine them, like, finding something and then it turns into, like, what you just said. That would be so <laughs> fucking sick. That is the ultimate backstory. Like, that is the, like, prequel to Resident Evil, like, that yes. that you would go back to and play. Like Travis is literally exposed to, like, the, the equivalent of the T-virus. He's yes. coming back and he's like, I have a hunger now. Like, I'm yes. Just, like, I feel- <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, and they bring, like, I, the other thing that I think we don't know, which I wish I did know, is that how much, because how much are the producers experiencing this stuff with them? So if these people are getting, like, shit happening to them, who, like, is the sound guy also getting irradiated? Like, I want to know, like, I want to know the crew stories from this show. Like, are the cameras not working sometimes? Like, where's the crew? And did the producer hire the rabbi? Like, was the producer like, you guys need something weird. This is my cousin. He's a rabbi. Can you bring him to read some Torah? Open a portal, whatever. Who fucking cares? The rabbi was crossing the Rubicon for me on this show, honestly. I just watched the episode. Like, it has always been really slapshot science. But, okay, like you point, you said there's some interesting stuff. There's phenomenon here. And they're kind of doing stuff. Like, oh, we'll we'll raise a weather balloon up to a certain elevation to see if we're picking up higher signals there. Yes. So we're trying to pinpoint it. The, the rabbi, and I know this is editing, I know reality shows are staged and all of those yeah. sort of things, but the half part of that episode is just, we're detecting a heat signature in Homestead 2, which is an abandoned property. Right, okay. And yeah. thus, Travis just goes, portals, maybe. <laughs> portals, probably. And, and I was like, okay, I know there's a rabbi show. There's no transition to rabbi. It just cuts to just a goes- rabbi showing up, <laughs> talking scripture. I fully respect anyone who has a religious belief, but as soon as yes. you're bringing in religion into a scientific study... You're like your license needs to be revoked. I don't yeah, know it, what is going on. Well, like uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that it wasn't like it, religious beliefs are completely respectable. There's not. It was just like the whiplash of going from a two seasons of a show that are about UFOs and aliens to like, uh oh, the rabbis here. Well, like, and not even like I was like bringing a Native American like person. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Like, but they were like, they are like someone, and there's that one guy who like pretends he knows a bunch about Native American stuff. Oh, the guy who wears a yes, vest yes, that looks yes, like he got it. Yeah. Yes. I think like, that, I think bring... apparently that guy donates actually a lot to like like groups and stuff like that. So I That's think good. he's a good person. No, they like I'm sure they're all fine, but I want like I'm like bring in someone who knows the like I don't know I don't know why these UFOs or aliens would respond to a rabbi. 
like a religion from from the Middle East. Like if these aliens are like focused on this land. Yeah, the like well, I, I don't know. That's why I think some producer was like, bring in like someone. Bring in an extra guy. The weirdest part was yeah. like when they bring him in. So um, Chad and I watched this episode today and I skipped ahead to the rabbi part because the half of the episode is about something fucking else. I don't know. But I skipped to the rabbi part and he shows up and he's like, he's just sitting there outside and he's like, man, yeah, you know, just sometimes I just fucking feel shit. Like I feel something right now. And then Travis jumps up and he's like, there's a fucking UFO. And they all start screaming yes. and they see it in the sky, like at that moment. And I was like, you've yeah. lost me. I can't. So like similar thing. But that that's what threw me was that. It was just like, I think I feel God in this Chili's tonight. And then like the UFO appears. <laughs> Chili's. Like, that happens Kayla, the moment you're describing happens multiple times on the show. They're on yes. that specific patio yes. talking yes. to them. Whoa, what's over that over there? And there's just like an orb in the sky. It's the same yeah. orb in cool. the same spot, like every fucking time. Well, and that's that's the part where I'm like, I think, I think this thing just keeps coming back. And I think it's always been there. I don't think that what you're doing has anything to do with it. I don't think he gives a shit about you. No, he's just it's just <laughs> looking, like, observing. Yeah. The, the the moment of the rabbi at the end of that sequence, Ike was cracking up where like he is trying so hard to connect this himself to why he's there and why they're doing yes. this. And it's like you hear this portals and I believe that you know that like God opens doors coming and going, leaving and coming back. Well, and Travis goes profound. Profound rabbi. Profound. <laughs> That's why I think he's, I think the rabbi is one of Brandon's friends. Probably. Probably. They have the same worldview, which is this guy thinks that like divine portals or whatever have something to do with religion. So does Brandon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think you said something. Why didn't they bring someone who was a Native American on? There is, I understand we are three white people talking about the (laughs) show. But like the term skinwalker is grounded in Native American lore. Right. Oh, yeah. To the point that, like, it feels... Like, I even had my own sense of, like, worry about, like, us talking about skinwalkers today. Sure. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to. Like, you're actually not supposed to. Like, it's actually a thing where, like, oh, this is a Native American thing that is a legend. It's 100% real, and, like, you shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, it's not, like, it's it's real to them, and it's, like, you know, it's kind of just... It feels disrespectful to name a ranch after it. No, for like a hundred percent. Like, and they don't, I mean, they don't care and they don't, they don't care or know, but it's also like, I feel like existing makes everyone mad at this point. So like you can only do what you can do. Uh, at least story, I'm not, yeah. at least I'm not four, like, or eight fucking white guys on a native American, on native American land saying there's aliens there. Then inviting a rabbi to tell them like if there's aliens there or not. It's so interesting how they dodge around it that I can't tell is intentional or not, right? Like there's yeah. there's the version of how much do you want to co-opt Native American history and mythology to help prove your point versus staying far away from it so you don't like the worst case scenario is you do a JK Rowling where you start writing yeah. American magic history and you're like, oh yeah, uh oh, whoops. skinwalkers were just magnuses <coughs> or whatever they were called, yeah. like an- animal shapeshifters. That's that's bad. You don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, they yeah. That, yeah. They have that story Her- from the nineties where someone who lived on the ranch claimed to see a giant human wolf man. Right. Yes. No, there was the one because I think yes. they told the story that I think Holly, you and I have maybe mentioned before, which was the one where they a giant wolf 
started attacking the cattle in the 90s and the guy came out with a gun yes. and he fucking shot it a bunch of times like right in the yeah. face and nothing happened and then the wolf yes. like gets up and goes away and like runs away and then like disappears like they chase after it disappears oh yeah and those stories actually also exist in um i believe there's some in wisconsin i read there's a couple things but like that idea of this big wolf is that legend of the skinwalker and that's a hundred percent like in native american lore that's a hundred percent real like you don't fuck with that yeah and they're like indestructible i get like they tried to yeah. they said they shot the wolf in the face like point blank it was like in the <laughs> yeah, fence no, they did, they and did. they shot yeah. it and like it was just like and went like walked away yep yeah that's wild I, I think it's that hard shift for me from what is clearly the original i don't know myths of this land that a bunch of dudes have added onto it of spooky quote-unquote native american monsters mm -hmm. to portals to another dimension is yeah i don't know why it's even called skinwalker ranch then call it i don't know alien alien hangout spot i don't know right yeah i don't know i don't know and they they seem they kind of touch on that in the show they're like oh native americans knew there were aliens here i'm like well can, can we like talk about that <laughs> can like, we, maybe we can talk circle to, back to that do we I'm pretty sure, like, some of these people live here. Like, can we, give, like, ring them up? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. They, there was I, one dude in the rabbi episode uh, at the beginning. Of, I think it's the same one of the episode before it in season two, episode three. They have someone who lived nearby the ranch. He said he lived two or three miles away. And he tells a story about him and his friends, yes. like, sneaking onto the ranch in the rain and, like, seeing some sort of creature that they saw footprints in the snow. Yeah. Like, oh. They were humans. They became a wolf. And... He's scared and he acts very traumatized to be there in yeah. the sage to sort of I remember like that one. Yes, it. he was at the homestead and he was very, yeah, I think that there was that guy. And later on in season three, they talked to a cop who also saw like some lights and was like visiting people who saw lights outside their house, like and reported it to the cops. Oh, so like there's like tons of evidence of weird shit happening out there. I just... I don't know why we get this like fucking clown car of people yeah. <laughs> to figure it out. Like it's like, that's what happens when just people have money. We, you just like things could be figured out, but instead we get a clown car, which like bless them, but it's just, you know? Yeah. It's just, I think that's the problem is like, they're like Chad said, they're not really true well and a lot of it's edited out so we don't know how much experimenting they did but as no, far as we, we can tell they're not really following a true scientific method but some no. of the stuff that they're finding is genuinely concerning and interesting like that is very interesting that that helicopter like was like what there's something below me or yeah. that there's radiation and blah 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 very interesting and the missing data seeing the uaps all of that is like legitimate shit it's legitimate for sure it's just like I it, the way that it's edited and the <laughs> so way that it's presented is just like it's not I don't know I feel like we're going into it's like we when we were kids like you remember turning on the history channel like I was stoked to see an alien show oh, right fuck yeah yes like if it was like in like nine in the morning and I turn on the alien show and I'm like oh my god alien show like I was just like yes give me this and because it was all like Hitler like it was all World War Two documentaries. Yeah, like his history channel was all World War Two documentaries like and I didn't that was depressing. So like when the alien show came on, I was like, yeah, great. So like and now I feel like we've gotten to this like golden age of like alien shows where they're like we take this seriously, but because it's 
edited for you to be entertained, we're not getting like legitimate data. Yeah. Yeah. And it can't be taken seriously because it's not a scientific document. It's just this show. Right. Right. So like, I feel like we've gotten to this point where like the only scientific research that we can get on UFOs or UAPs or whatever are these chuckle fucks in the desert (laughs) having like, having like mental breakdowns and getting themselves irradiated. So like, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Congress is like, they're real. Aliens are real. Congress on Tuesday is going to be like, they're real. And everyone's going to be like, what did we do? And it's like, I I don't know. And then we just continue with Skinwalker Ranch. And that's it. Because I think, I think the best theory, like I honest to God believe that there is a fucking wormhole or something above Skinwalker Ranch. That is how the aliens have transported, probably not themselves, probably surveillance equipment that they, they come and they watch this area because that is where the radiation is. But I think they Mm -hmm. would have to utilize wormholes to be able to travel here from wherever they are. Or even their like, like all the stuff we've read, like their gravitational engines or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever that does, like creates a rift in space time yep and that would like fuck my, with their shit like my guess is if there is an anomaly there it's because if they're traveling there it's a rift in space time so it's got it's like or something to do with being something that we can't understand because we don't have the technology yep and i think that they're just watching this area because there is there's a lot of radiation and there's been consistent reports of aliens like there's some sort of interest in that they've turned like there's Holly and I've talked about the, the ones on the military basis who like disarm missiles. Like they've talked about you like UAPs coming and disarming missiles. So like, I I do think that's what's happening, but I think that it's like impossible to fucking take this seriously. (laughs) Right. Think about what you said, Chad, about in the, even in the beginning, like does God see time? Do these aliens even experience time? (laughs) Yeah. If these aliens don't experience time like we do and they're traveling through space time, it could be like that nuclear bomb was just set off yesterday. Yep. They don't know. So they see that remnants of that extreme explosion and come and check it out. Yeah. They're just doing testing every come out every couple every years and seeing what's going on. For yeah, them. who knows? I, I think I think what, what you both said is right though, is like I love paranormal science and actually doing investigations into this. And the fact that this show, among <laughs> others, is is pretending to be scientific when it's really not. I think it's like it hurts the entire field, mm-hmm. right? It's the same way of like someone yeah. that's faking Bigfoot footage is hurting search for the real Sasquatch, or right. you know, like it, it, it hurts everyone's entire efforts, and it, it bums well, me. Out. I, wa- I watch another one sometimes called um, Destination Truth that I'm sure we've talked about. Oh before. yeah, yeah. Then and that one's also got its own problems, but I do appreciate. That sometimes in Destination Truth, they'll be like, we didn't find anything. Yeah. Then we go out there. They do all the same stuff they would do on this show. They shoot some stuff in the woods. They run after sounds they thought they heard. They put out night vision cameras. And like, nah, didn't find anything. But maybe yeah. it's out there. Like, I appreciate them going home with an L, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes, it does make sense. Because, like, they should. Like, that's the whole point of research. That's literally what research is. Is sometimes you don't find anything. But the nothing is still data. Yeah. It still, like, proves that. You know, well, this time it was nothing, but that doesn't mean it always is. We're going to get to story time, if you guys agree. I think we've, until until you watch season three. I don't know if I could do another season. <laughs> you recommend it? I mean, I I love watching this hot garbage, but like. I, I do too. I, I sit there and do all my art 
because I have to do all my artwork while I watch hot garbage because I don't have to pay attention because I'll hear someone say, and there's a portal yep. and I'll look up from my art and be like, oh, what? <laughs> it's the best for like multitasking. So yeah, I agree. That's when I watch it too is when I'm drawing. Yeah, it just it's a multitasking show. You just put it on. I don't know, Chad, do your writing. And then you just in the middle, you hear dragon go, I'm sick. And someone starts crying. And then you look up. Can I can I throw out my last if we're wrapping up, can I throw out my last thought? I am obsessed over what happened to the doctor from season one. There was a my favorite side character was the guy who looked like the dad from Growing Pains. Oh. Uh, and he is in season one. He was the one that was most hungry to connect it to aliens. In really? One. I don't they, remember. Whenever, whenever, whenever they're, they like erased him from history. When they, like, whenever they do the radio, like the radiation signal seemed to be pointing upwards. He'd be like, could be an alien. And the rest of them were like, come on, pump your brakes. We got multiple <laughs> seasons to milk out of this. And I think his way in on the show was that he was the doctor treating Tom for his head injury. And you can kind of fill in the blanks of him going like, so what What? What are you guys doing out there? Well, we're doing some experiments. We think there might be aliens. Aliens? Well, I'll quit my high-paying job right now and come out and join you. And then he just joined the group for season one. And there has been no mention of him in season two onward. Um, there's some... There's some. Maybe he's dead. Maybe, maybe aliens Maybe got the him. ranch got <laughs> him. <laughs> maybe. I just think it's wild to not address the departure of one of your main cast members. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know if it's wild or expected with such mysteries as the ranch. True. True. Yeah. Yep. That's all I had. Yeah. It's a ridiculous show. I forgot about that person. You're right. They're just gone. They they do forget things on this show often. There's something oh. in season one where they find a bunch of like quartz on mm-hmm. top of one of the mountain ranges. And then in season two, they're shining lasers at that range and they're like, wow, what's what's reflecting all that light? That's crazy. <laughs> you guys already know the answer. And you guys are intentionally leaving it out of this episode now to make it more mysterious. You already did you this. Already yeah. Uh, beyond, <sighs> fury, beyond frustrating. Uh, oh, wait, Chad, who would you smooch? Oh, yeah. I am going to smooch Brandon because I want in on his riches. You want oh, his yeah. money? <laughs> Yeah, I want his money. Okay. I, I I need to. I want a safe Chad's, job. Chad's gonna honeypot. He's gonna honeypot Brandon. No, actually, you know, you know, what, Smooch, the one we did mention is the two best characters on the show are the two ranch hands who actually live there. They're oh way my more god, compel- yes. They're way more compelling than anyone else who's in this experiment team. Yes. Like take care of the cattle and have like heard spooky stuff. They're way more likable to me than. Yes, they else. just seem like they're like legit things are spooky here, but also like we have a job to do. Please we don't. Sure. Please don't put us on the show. Sure. oh yeah what are you about you kayla who's your favorite i fucking hate all of them but i would probably (laughs) like no offense to and to them but i just would not but i think if i had to pick i would smooch dragon because he's powerful he's got tactical sunglasses you want to be dragon yeah i actually do (laughs) so you know (laughs) that's where i'm at with it yeah. Kayla, can you draw fan art of you as like it, little dragons too on the obvious, but I don't know, like like Drake or something. Well, like what if I draw like... us as the Skinwalker Ranch team? I think that's sure, what I yeah. should do, and I'll be dragon. I guess yeah. I'm just thinking like if dragon if dragon is Wolverine, like who's like the X twenty three, the Honey yeah. Badger, oh, yeah. the, that's the, me. the Dakin of of around. But dragon. no, if yeah. you were on the team, who would you be? Like who would you two be? Like if I were to draw this fan art, I would be dragon. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I feel like I. Like I'm, I am the like too gullible 
like Travis, I feel like I think that's true. I'm not, but like minus the degrees, maybe. I don't know. I'm just like, like, I'm just like, I'm like, I think it's an alien. Maybe it's a portal. I don't know. Jump in the hole. But I would, I would definitely be the one to stick my hand into things that aren't, I'm not supposed to. Like, and I would get like wildly injured. Sure. Like, that's definitely me because I just don't think about that. I'm too excited. I'm like, oh. oh. I, is it me? Yeah. I think I would probably be Tom because I have a long history of accidental head trauma. Oh, okay. So I, I once, can I, can I tell a short story? Yeah. I once in, in high yes. school uh, at the cafeteria, we had those things where you, your line to go into the cafeteria was in one part of the a building and then you had to go through this doorway and then you got to actually the part where you could get your Bosco sticks and cheeseburgers and everything and pay. And we're waiting in line and my friends were like, hey, do we have uh, Bosco sticks or like cheese filled sticks that were delicious and unhealthy. Oh. Um, but like, hey, Chad, are Bosco sticks there today? And I was like, I can't see over the wall. I can't see over the wall. I'll, I'll check. So I like, I get myself all ready and I, and I muster my strength and I do a big Hulk leap to look over the fridge mm-hmm. and see what's happening and didn't realize I was standing in the doorway <gasps> of like a six foot high banister basically between the two rooms. No. And I just slammed my head into metal and like, I I could land I land on my ass and I'm like knocked unconscious no! for a second and I come to and I'm like all right I think I'm fine and then a girl screams because blood's just pouring oh. down my down my head and I had to go to the nurse and that was my fourth head injury of that year of that like, year so I feel uh, I just had a lot of it for the cheese sticks that's horrible yeah well not always for cheese sticks sometimes it was football but like it was. But it was just this thing of like I feel like I associate with Tom of just kind of like uh, meaning meaning well, sweet sweet at heart. Yeah, a lot of lot of accidents. Jeez, yeah. was that an Indiana specific treat? Maybe. Yeah, I've Maybe never heard of that. We didn't have that. Yeah. yeah. What are they called again? Bosco sticks. Bosco sticks. All right. Never I'm heard of that. Giant down. cheese bread sticks okay. that you could okay. have as a lunch meal for a something. whole meal. Interesting. Yeah, that was your main entree. You just pay and then you eat that and you go to sleep at your desk. Uh, Alice Wonderbread said that they had them in Michigan. Michigan. Thank you, huh. Alice. I appreciate it. Well, that's great. We had mini corn dogs. Ooh. Wait, yeah. little mini, like little cockpits? Yeah, like, yeah, like little, little mini corn, corn dogs. dogs. We had the, yeah. the, the like pizza shaped like a boat. I'm sure you had this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those were good. No, we had the round. We had round pizzas. Oh, yeah. The bo- I had like the boat pizza. It was called French yeah. pizza. I don't know what made oh, it French. Sure. It was boat shaped because it's on French bread. That's oh, generous. <laughs> yes, I would be. I would be dragon because I want to be that powerful and intimidating. That's my dream. And he's really not actually. I don't know. That's just the energy I'm going for. So I genuinely think you're more intimidating than the dragon is in real. Life. Thanks. I do, yeah. I do. Yeah. So our fan fiction is that is that we we taking on these characters visit Skinwalker Ranch and show them how to really be paranormal investigators. <laughs> It'd be great. Yes. Mm. Oh, incredible. Well, we don't have to do a story. We can. It's up to up to, up to you guys. What's the story? Yeah, we could do one. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Yeah, we always do a story at the end of Spooky Scouts and... 
we have to decide what well, I guess will be me and you, Chad. We have to decide if it's fact or fiction. Cool. And these are user submitted stories. Yep. And you have to so tell me. chat chat sends them in. If you have a story, you send it to spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com. And they send in stories that are their actual paranormal encounters. And we and I usually decide Kaylin is the answer and chat if it's fact or fiction. So, so you, Kayla, can, you already know. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Going I'm going to read it. So you're going to decide with us, Chad. And I have a little sign like from the show. But just like Great. just like Frakes, you have to determine it. if it's fact or fiction. Yes. <laughs> Complete fabrication. <laughs> yes. <laughs> OK. You're, yeah. Do you have a story? I ready? do. I'm ready okay. when you are. Here we go. This one comes from Ruben Lara from Watsonville, California. Back in 1987, I was seven years old and had rented the game Faxanadu from for the NES. I've never heard of it from my local video store. There's a part in the game where you can save in a church, and for some reason, the music and the graphics of the priests scared the hell out of me so bad that I asked my parents if I could sleep in their room. So that night, I slept in a sleeping bag on the floor of my parents' room. At around midnight, I remember hearing kind of a snickering, and when I opened my eyes, I saw three faces attached to each other laughing at me on the ceiling. The faces kept morphing into different facial expressions, but I distinctly remember hearing them laughing softly and snickering at me. I was frozen with fear and just stared at it for what seemed like hours till the sun came up and they disappeared. The next night, I slept in my room again and once again saw the faces on the ceiling and again they were laughing. This went on for a week. Then finally on the last day, I saw the faces. They just stared at me and would follow me when I moved around. After this, I never saw them again. I know that as a child, we can see the world differently, but this is one memory I vividly remember along with the sound of the laughter. To this day, I still wonder just what the hell was laughing at me on the ceiling. I thought for sure that was based on mentioning Faxanadu, which I had never heard before. I thought this was going to be like a Sonic.exe. What is that? What is that game? What is that? Faxanadu? Yeah. I've never heard of it. Oh, side scrolling action. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think the flowery a little bit. The language makes me think it's fiction only because uh, the end is too introspective. Oh. <laughs> There's too That's... much of a lesson learned. In yeah. Fiction. No lessons are learned in in fear. I'm. Uh, is that your official answer? Yeah. I I want I want to believe. Ooh. The multiple the multiple meetings of the faces mm-hmm. causes me causes me doubt i'll be honest mm-hmm. if it was one night i'd understand yeah but but a straight week of consistent spooky programming i'm gonna say fiction oh Uh-oh. okay so we got fiction right. for me <laughs> straight week of spooky programming well i'm here to let you both know that you're wrong this one's true <gasps> no oh! no whole week of spooky programming is true yes so ruben ruben clarifies this story is true both my parents died last year and i heard the laughing again briefly after they passed but never saw the faces again i'm honestly too freaked out to look up what i could be hearing or seeing that's terrifying no you need to sage your house like they do get some help I don't know. Yeah. I'm picturing. I I couldn't stop picturing like the silly. It's a very good story. I couldn't stop yeah. picturing the 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 silly version of like you ever seen One Punch, 
where like Saitama yes. is just like his face is sticking out of the dirt. Yes, that's, I know what the, you're talking those, about. That was the faces of the ceiling to me the whole time was just kind of like. Yes. I was thinking of uh, like whenever I hear weird faces, I always think of the fucking face from that um, Godzilla game creepypasta. The like red screaming face. You don't know the creepypasta? We've talked about it because it, I read it once and got really scared. Yes. But it's, <laughs> it's just this guy who's like, I found a Godzilla game and this demonic monster crawled out of the thing and like there was my dead ex-girlfriend. Yes. I don't know. I'm going to send you the picture of the face because it's horrifying. Uh, Spooky Scouts might know what I'm talking about because we've talked about it before. Ugh. Anyways, it's the Godzilla game creepypasta, if you would like to Google it. That's the picture. That's the face <laughs> did, I pictured. The, uh, did the writer say, I'm just curious, what, what age they were at the time? Um, They said they were seven years old when they played the okay, game and yeah. when they experienced it. Your memory is pretty, pretty well yeah. formed then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 that's scary. Good. That's scary. Well, uh, thank you all for watching this episode. Uh, thank you, Chad, for joining us on this episode of Spooky Scouts. Uh, it's a... Uh, a fun little, a fun little thing that we do for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any announcements or anything, or where people can uh, find you or bother you yeah. on the internet? Yeah, you can follow me on social media at Quantum Theory. It's my name, Q U A N D T U M Theory. I wrote it. I wrote it on the the little banner too. Yay! So you, yeah, Alex. just in Appreciate case. It. Just in case. <laughs> uh, you can listen to a podcast that both of y'all have been on. Yeah. Uh, I do called Goosebuds, where we read. Uh, Goosebumps and YA books, and I've also actually been getting multiple requests to cover more Animorphs. Yes, thanks yes. to you all's guest yes. episodes as a big Animorphs fan. Uh, that's you can find that on Goosebuds Pod. Uh, that'll take you to all the links. We're on most streaming services. You can also uh, check out the Lewis show I've written on Paramount Plus Sign, Star Trek Prodigy. It's so good. It's great. Two, I finished out later it this year. Oh, thank you. Thank that's you for great. Watching. My it's boy great. Murphs. My boy Murphs. I shouldn't say my boy Murph. My my lovable child. I Murph. love Murph. Yes. Got some fun <laughs> adventures ahead. Um, you can check that out. I think it's now finally on like international audiences, like in the UK and stuff. Nice. Um, and also, the most importantly, you can go and check out the comic that Kayla and I made, The Right of it's Rumble, true. issue one, available now for digital download. It's available for purchase if you missed out on the Indiegogo. If you go to disconnectordie.com I've put the link up on there so it's easy to find get it it's great it's also great yeah it's got some guest art by Holly in it yay oh, so cool yay Holly your guest cover I would definitely get as like a full black light poster get as a big, <laughs> yeah that's kind of what I was thinking yeah a big back tattoo yeah it's yeah it's cool it's a great comic uh, my friends are very talented and kind and uh, it's great Thank you for watching. Uh, if you have any spooky things happening, please send them to spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com and we will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Goodbye. So stay spooky. Don't, don't stick your hands into weird holes. Oh my God. Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the spooky scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K A Y N C L I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Scouts for as little as $5 a month. 
Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash wecrowinghens. See you next time, Scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know. <laughs>